So in our family, the running joke for me and my uncles is that they are my Bert and Ernie. Wait, I did not- you gotta start that again <laughs> because I wanna make sure I heard you clearly. <laughs> yes, Say that Bert again. And <laughs> Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street. <laughs> yes. They are my Bert and Ernie. That is a very long story, which is another, a whole nother bonus podcast episode. But anyways, I will love to share and so glad that you all are getting to hear the story of what I call my hashtag relationship goals hashtag this is love hashtag I don't know you can go through all the hashtags my uncles Jim and Robert they are wonderful they are relationship goals and yeah they're just wonderful beautiful people and we they have taught me everything to learn about support to learn about friendship to learn about love in all aspects and all of the languages that love comes in and I am so glad to share them with the world. Jim can go first. Tell him how you met. Well, we met in a bar in Manhattan. We always went there. Uh, I used to go there to meet my friends because we would all, all we all lived in different parts of the city. So we would meet at this particular bar and then make up our minds where we wanted to go dancing. And during one of those, it was like summer and I, I felt somebody's eyes on me and I looked and there he was <laughs> looking. And he had this look of interest in his, <laughs> if you want to call it that. And, but we didn't speak at the beginning, you know, it took, it took time and then we got to talk to each other and eventually that's what happened. That's how we met. And so, so tell us about their journey over 46 years. Well, you know, we decided to get together, but of course with relationships, you don't know how long they're going to last with heterosexual, let alone gay relationships because they weren't very, very stable. So we didn't know. So we took it like one day at a time and, you know, weeks turn into months, months turn into years and here we are. We had some hard, good times. We had some bad times. It's like, I consider ourselves like normal uh, relationships. Uh, do you want to say something no. so that at least people can know that you can speak? I can't speak. <laughs> you don't let me. Yeah, right. So what would you say is been the biggest key to y'all's success? Because you all are the healthiest relationship that I know. <laughs> uh, the, health, the, the key to us is that we're friends. 
we genuinely like each other and we're friends. You know, we have each other's back. We don't, um, there's a friendship there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you go, when, you, when you're in a relationship, you go through that honeymoon stage where the lust is very important. Lust, of course, starts to die off as time goes by, but then the friendship cuts, kicks in, and that's what you got to work with. And you're always going to have differences, no matter what, what relationship you're in, and you just compromise. That's the key word to any relationship, compromise. You have to work things out together, and we always did. Even when it came to buying a piece of furniture, we would always disagree, but at the end, we came to some kind of agreement and, and compromise, and that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Except now he allows me to make most of those decisions because he's too lazy to make decisions. He retired and he retired completely. <laughs> he comes to, me, to going to a restaurant, I, I have to, whatever you want. And that's, that's, that's the key. key. I tell him whatever you want, whatever he says. <laughs> so what's been for you all, um, what is support meant for both of you? And how have y'all supported one another? Over this, how many years, 46? 46. 46 years. It'll be 46 now in September. Uh, we just, just support, we don't go against each other. I mean, if we disagree on something against, uh, we fight it out. We, yeah, we do fight it out and we discuss it and then come to some kind of understanding and agreement. Mm -hmm. And we do it in private. We don't do it in public. If we ever have any personal problem in our relationship, we never discuss it with any family member, with anybody, we just work it out ourselves. I don't believe in airing your dirty laundry in public. I really, really don't. Um, and that's how, how really, I mean, have you ever heard, Lauren, you know, since you were born, you yeah. never heard us discuss this and that, no. No. Because we always take care of it privately. Yeah. No, I would agree. I would agree. Have, now, I will ask this. Have you all um, ever broken up? No. What's the sense? You're just going to get back together again. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, if something isn't, bro isn't broken, why fix it? I have a question. Um, in 46 years, what have you... What has evolution been like for you guys? What have you, what's, what was the past? Like, how do you be with someone for 46 years as you continue to grow and evolve and change, but still be in a partnership that's uh, moving forward? So like your relationship is growing, but then you are growing and changing. How have you guys been able to do that over the years? Gradually, uh, you know, I mean, when we first started, we wanted to buy, well, he called me up at work and says, I want to talk. We have to have a talk tonight. So I said, well, that's the end of it. And mm -hmm. it seemed that 
he wanted to buy a house. I was raised in an apartment. He was raised in a house. So he wanted to, he was working at that time, he was working two jobs. He wanted to take one of the salaries and bank it so that we can save up down payment for a house. So I had no problem with that, except I had never lived in a house. Mm-hmm. So in an apartment, it's very, very easy because you close, you lock that, that only door in the apartment and that's it. In a house, you have two doors <laughs> or maybe three. And that kind of like scared me a little bit. And then I never had so much room in my life. So it's something that I, I had to adjust to. Mm-hmm. But we pushed each other. And that's how things like I never, uh, you know, living in New York City, you don't need to drive. Most people, especially people that live in Manhattan, don't own a car because the, the parking spot. So mm-hmm. I never had the desire to learn how to drive. And he pushed me into it. And I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. I still hate driving, but if I have to, yeah, I'll do it. So that's how things progress and how we evolved. We just pushed each other to do certain things that out of our comfort zone, let's say. And we kept common interests. We like to do the same things the most of the times. Religiously, we're the same. We're both Catholic. Mm-hmm. And politically, we're the same. Mm-hmm. So that was helpful. So there's no, no disagreements about who's going to vote. <laughs> who's going to vote for like one no. person versus another? <laughs> no, not really. We usually are in he the same. Who to vote for. Oh, oh, God, that's another clock. <laughs> he ta- Uncle Jim, he tells you who to vote for. Yes, he does. <laughs> no, it's funny because when we disagree, let's say there's two candidates in the, in the primaries. Um, so what we usually do is we, if we like, if there's two people that we like, he'll vote for one and I'll vote for the other. And this way, it, it, it even, it happened now in the primaries now, there were a couple of candidates that we both liked. So I figured that was the fair way to do it. Vote for one and he votes for the other. But generally <laughs> we're in sync, in sync when it comes to that. We're very, very, I can't even think of any, oh yes, I do think of which we won't go into, but I can't really think of anybody that we disagreed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then now tell every if you wouldn't mind sharing what both of you did for a living before y'all retired. I was a teacher for 33 years, special needs. And I was an accountant. So do you both see your careers but at translating and or transferring into your relationship and how y'all managed your household. Oh, the careers didn't interfere at, at all. As a matter of fact, the last job that I held in New York was very, very good to the point that there, that I was earning more than him. But we never even had that problem because we all, everything went, you know, we joined, everything was joint. Whatever uh, I earned and whatever he earned, it all went. And 
everything that we've ever purchased, everything was done by both of us. It didn't mm -hmm. come from just one person. And the other thing also that helped our relationship is our families. Ah, okay. They were all, they never, we never, we never sat down and came out to them. Mm -hmm. They just assumed and they both and both our family supported us. His family supported me from from his grandmother to his fa his father, his sister. We, we always had good relations. Same thing with my family. My family loved him. Mm -hmm. My mother was crazy about him. Yeah. And you know how your grandmother was taught us. So we had the same relationship there. We happened to like people, and people returned that. He likes people. Oh, that's, that's true. That's very true. I, I would say Uncle Jim is definitely an introvert. He's a pain in the you-know-what. <laughs> he, he's an introvert. He is an introvert. as So it's nice when I'm around both of you because I get, I'm an introvert extrovert, so I can get both. <laughs> <laughs> I can get both <laughs> from hanging out with both of you. He and I, we can sit for hours and read books and be fine. And and you and I, we can listen to music and drink wine in the middle of the day. And you and I will sit and have a couple of glasses of wine. Yes. Or bottles. <laughs> well, that's true. Sometimes bottles. <laughs> Sometimes bottles. Do you think um, that for both of you, um, and y'all's relationship that having the support of um, family and friends and being surrounded by so much support strengthened your you all's relationship. No, I think we threatened. Uh, we strengthened our it relationship. It helps. It helps when you it, don't have people trying to uh, tear you down or rip you apart. Or, yeah, it makes it easier. Yeah, but we were really the one that worked on the relationship. Um, but what he says is true because we, during the um, AIDS epidemic, we knew a lot of uh, men that died without their family's support. And I could never understand how a parent could turn their backs on a child just because they're born a certain way. I could never ever understand because we never had it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, his, I think also the fact that his parents were together till the end and my parents were together till the end, I think that also helped because it set a standard and something mm -hmm. to look up to. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Was there anything in terms of upbringing or conditioning that you had to let go of, maybe not let go of, or even like bring to the relationship to make it stronger? Something, anything that we had to give up? Yeah, like when you were growing up, were there any traditions that you did or um, didn't do that had to become, that became a part um, of your, how you guys communicate and how you guys relate to one another? Or was there anything you had to stop doing based on, well, this is how we did it in my family. Uh, uh, the only thing I would think of is like the, that we had to give up, not really give up, but 
friends, certain friends that we were friendly with at that time. We're not longer friends with them. But I think what happened there that we outgrew them as we got together, they they were the, by themselves and um, we drifted apart sort of. Yeah. But I would think that's that would be the only thing. We didn't have to give up anything material or, or um, as a matter of fact, oh, the other uh, interesting thing is because of our different cultures, him being Italian, me being Puerto Rican, Italians celebrate Christmas day. We celebrate Christmas Eve. So we used to have a Puerto Rican Christmas Eve and an Italian Christmas day. <laughs> so that was sort of wonderful. And Christmas Eve, when my mother was alive, she used to do all the cooking and it was just wonderful. And then Christmas day, I would do all the, and the entire family would come over. Now, one thing that I could say that um, is wonderful is that, first of all, you are a fantastic cook. And so my uncle Jim and I love to eat your food. <laughs> and I think, the kind of the merging of both of y'all's traditions can be found on a on a on a dinner table with with the family because there'll be Italian food and Puerto Rican food on the table and it's just yeah it's blending and this amazing um, cheesecake recipe that we got from. From Uncle Jim's grandma. <laughs> no, from her, his mom. Oh, his mom. Yeah, that's his mother's recipe. And to something uh, this past week, um, you know, with this pandemic, you don't know what to prepare. So every day you start, oh, what am I going to make? What am I going to make? So we went shopping last week and we bought some um, artichokes. So I prepared the artichokes the way his um, family prepares it, prepared it. And I didn't know, I said, it's too much. We didn't want to have it for lunch. I said, we'll have it for dinner, but what do I make? So I said, okay. So what I did was I made, I had some steaks and I put, and we make the, you know, the thin steaks and we marinate, uh, marinate them with garlic and that. So I made the, the steaks, I grilled them and I, we had the steak with tostones and artichokes. So if that is an international, I don't know what it is. <laughs> wow. Okay. So this is unique because Lauren, these are your uncles. How, as we talk about core this season, um, how have they strengthened you? Because you have direct line to them. Yeah, I think um, for me, and I, and I tell this to people like, that I can't imagine any time in my life from elementary school to summers to um, very sad times in life and very happy and joyous times that they weren't there. So for me, I've I, for them to not be someplace, even for my college graduation, you know, they've always been there. And for me, um, I 
say to people, they are my model of what a relationship is supposed to be about. And so when eventually I know that I, when I meet the man who I'm supposed to be with, our relationship, they have given me a foundation. They have given me a foundation. Um, yeah. So I think it's been, um, yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful. And, you know, and just how, I hope I don't cry. Um, just how they, you know, have supported me when I moved um, from when I was in El Paso and I made the decision to come to leave um, and to come home to retire as we determined the other day. <laughs> Um, how just how they just opened up the house and just and opened up their home and just let me be there. Um, when my grandmother died, how we all supported each other. And then after losing my mom and, you know, and just they they got in their car and they drove across the country to be with us. And that just really means a lot. You know, it just means a lot because they are they are my family. They are my family. And, you know, I don't, I can't imagine my life without them. What's yeah. the best advice they've given you? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I, I really, <laughs> to, to, take, to take both of them kind of unsaid is be kind and take no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and drink wine in the middle of the day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But the, um, Jim, uh, Lauren's grandmother used to work with Jim in Brooklyn, the school. That's how I met her. And then we just became friends and we became closer and closer and closer to the point. We were like family. There wasn't a family function. event or function that she was not part of. And through her, we met um, Lauren's mother. We were at Lauren's mother's wedding. And we also just became so close to Lauren's mother that she was our sister. That's why Lauren is our niece. And everyone that meets Lauren, she is our niece. And we will never, because we inherited her from her mother and from her grandmother. And she, and Lauren is so much like her grandmother that it's uncanny. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel good. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. That you wasn't are. a compliment. <laughs> I take it as one. Don't be talking about Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> I know Carmen was something else, but. <laughs> but she was Carmen. Yes, she was. <laughs> the women in your family have always been strong women, good women. They've, been, they've all been, for the exception of one, they've all been very unlucky in love. <laughs> but they, they, they it, it's like unbelievable because they don't need a man to get by. And they don't need a man to survive. And I think that's so important, not just for women, but also for men. If I were, I always say, I don't need a woman, well, not, you know, for relationship, but to do anything because I learned I was the oldest in the family. I had to help my mom with the cooking, with the cleaning, with, with everything since I was the oldest. But I learned all that so I can take care of myself. I don't mind 
ironing. I hate it, but I don't mind doing it because I have to. So in order to survive, you need to have those skills. And it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes you oh, I cook this. No, 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 you need to. Because you know what's going in there. When you go out to eat, it's wonderful to go out and eat because somebody else cooked it. You don't have to worry about doing the dishes. You're at least. But when you when you have it at home, you know what's going in there. You know what you're eating. Yeah, I think of it like almost like kind of a relationship. It's you know, like you know what goes in it when you keep kind of a core around you and those influences and exactly look outside then you then you then you don't know what's going in and what's influencing you yeah yeah Yeah. so what advice well what advice do you have for Deidre or for Deidre and I well Deidre's married and she has two kids oh nice yeah two kids and then and then you know me I'm a Sanchez woman so who knows? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so what what advice do you have for both of us? Or or what do you advice do you all have for both of us when it comes to matters of the heart in a relationship? Well, if you meet somebody that you truly, truly care for, you got to get to know the person. You have to know their values. Their values are very, very important. And, uh, and you have to have as much as in common as you could or as you can. If you have to love that person, mm-hmm. even after the honeymoon period is over, you have to be able to feel comfortable and want to be around that person because in, especially in a place, in a time like this, that you're a pandemic, could you imagine being stuck with someone that you can't stomach, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's horrible, it's horrible. And that's very important. We like each other, we like being around each other. And that's what you have to have. You have to be able to go on vacation to things and, and, and go places. Uh, mm-hmm. You just have to be friends and you have to like each other. I like that, be friends. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's very important. The friendship is very, very important. He's my best friend. You got to be yourself. Yeah. Mm. Very important. Be yes. yourself and don't try to change the person. Mm. Well, unless, unless, they're, unless they're an alcoholic or a gambler. <laughs> Those two are no-nos. <laughs> yes. So, Uncle Jim, do you think it would have been hard to... It, Uncle Jim, do you think it would have been hard to to change Uncle Robert to make him be like quiet and chilled out like you? Oh, that would never happen. There's no way. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta recognize that and you gotta accept it. Mm. You know, you're not gonna like everything about a person. But if you love that person and you wanna be with them, you have to make exceptions. Compromises, yeah. distance. Yeah. What's the biggest lesson you guys have taught each other? Biggest lesson? Oh. Or what is something you've taught each other in 46 years? <laughs> what did you teach me? What did I teach you? 
Yes. How to handle money. Yes. <laughs> yes. But you're the accountant. So what? <laughs> I'm, you know, no, I say that because I work with other people's money. If I am handling your money, I have to account to you because uh -huh. it's your money. With my money, I don't have to account to anybody, honey. I can go shopping and be as free I can be. But that was in the beginning, yes. And now I am better at handling money than he is. <laughs> no family doesn't know how to handle Never money. Never mind about my family. They have nothing to no do with No one in the family learned. He's the first, like the first to graduate college. That would be, he's the first to learn how to handle money and keep it. <laughs> no, now I, now I am better than he is when it comes to that. Yeah. When, I told you when he retired, he retired. He used to handle the money in New York and, and take care. Once we moved here, I I, I had to take over. Why should I handle money? He's <laughs> gotten so lazy. It's unbelievable. Wait. So what did you say? What do you joke that you said he could write the book on? Who, Jim can write a book on um, leisure. <laughs> he knows a million ways for leisure. Him and the dog. They're the best <laughs> partners when it comes to leisure. <laughs> and, and, it, and he can fall asleep during a hurricane, he can fall asleep during an earthquake. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I cannot fall asleep in anything that's moving on a plane or on a train. Or, Don't fly with him. His, he, is, he can fall asleep anywhere. So what do you think um, is, is the thing that you taught him? That I taught him to accept people for what they are, to look beyond the full, because no one is perfect. But with Jim, he sees the person and he just can make a, a decision right away without even getting to know the person. He doesn't, he, if, if he doesn't hear from somebody for a while, he thinks that they don't wanna be bothered. He doesn't understand that that person's life, Everybody has a life and something could be happening there that we don't know about. So you pick up the phone and say, hi, how are you? What's going on? What's, yeah? Mm -hmm. That's why you, your grandmother and I got along. We could look at people and know whether we liked them or not. And we had the same taste. So another, we got really well. In other words, Lauren, judge the book by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do that. I have to get to know the person. And then we had fun sitting together discussing them. <laughs> Tearing them apart. <laughs> I talk to everybody and I befriend everybody. He can't leave me alone for a minute because when he comes back, I'm talking to some stranger. <laughs> I just happen to like people. He, you're the, you're the, the mayor. Uh-huh. Go. He is a mayor. <laughs> now, the people listening to the interview will won't get to see Pee Wee, but I just want to say to everyone um, that uh, my uncle Jim and my uncle Robert's dogs. If you're looking to come back in the next life, you want to come back as one of their dogs. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, they live their best life. Yeah, I, I work with this young lady and she always said to me, Robert, when I die, I want to come back as one of your pets. <laughs> <laughs> we don't yes. have any pets, so this is our kid. Yes. Yeah. It, it sounds like you guys have had a, a very stable journey. Has there ever been a moment where it felt like shaky ground for you? Maybe a little tremor here and there, but nothing major, no earthquakes. It was more shaky at the beginning than now. Now it's, it's what know, it is. Yeah, no, you know, after a while, you know, I mean, you're not gonna, you're not going anywhere and, mm -hmm. and, and that's it. We built so much together. It's and comfortable, we're, and safe. We're, and we're still building. We're mm -hmm. still looking, you know, you never give up. No matter how old you are, you never give up because I always believe that there's always something good as you turn the corner. Well, I know that it's almost nap time for Uncle Jim. So I appreciate you hanging in. So my final question, and we ask this to everyone, if they were to make a movie about your life, um, what song would be playing in this scene? Oh, there's so many songs that would be playing. I'm going to answer that because Jim, when it comes to music, is tongue <laughs> There would be... Um, for our 20th anniversary, we had um, You're My Best Friend by uh, mm -hmm. Queen. Mm -hmm. I Love Always with Steve, uh, by Stevie Wonder. Oh. Uh, and I have to mention my girl, Diana Ross. Yes. That's always been my sweetheart. I, I mean, I love her music. I love her voice. All she has to do is come up with an album. I will go out and buy it without listening to it but endless love i love the way she sings that with Lionel richie yeah so it, it would be it would be a musical because there would be a lot of music there yeah. yes after 46 years i feel like it would be a musical would be worth it <laughs> yeah. yeah well when we met uh I used to call myself a disco baby because I was always in the disco. Jim was always in the stand-up bars drinking, but he's not a drinker. He could nurse a drink like nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both so much. You're welcome, honey. It's our pleasure. And it's a pleasure meeting you. Yes, she, she talks about you guys all the time. What a journey of life those two have been on. Um, I do have to ask a question. So Lauren, there's yes. a story and then there's a personal impact that they have in your life. How did it feel to have them share a little bit about their journey and just listen to them talk about what you mean to them? It meant a lot. It meant a lot. You know, we all, we often talk about how all of us have when you hear from your grandparents or your parents like wow I'm just really proud of you and they know most people who know me know me very who know me very well know that 
my grandmother and I, like, she is, she's everything, or she was everything to me, and still is. Um, and when my Uncle Robert said, you remind me so much of your grandmother, that was, that was it. Because mm. that honestly was the first time I had ever heard that. Wow. 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 We're making fun so, here. Yeah. So I was like, I, 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 and they have known my grandmother before I was even a thought. Mm. Before I was even a thought. And that just really meant a lot to me. And there are things, obviously, you know, in their relationship, not that it was secret or anything like that, but, I, you know, I mean, just doesn't naturally come up in conversation. Like, how did y'all meet one another? Mm. Who manages the bills? Who takes <laughs> care of the household? I mean, because it's just the, my uncles, they just do it. And, mm -hmm. you know, so you don't even think anything about it when your family member, you're often, um, you're a scene in the you're in the scene, but you're kind of like a second character in the in the, in the scene. So you know, just to hear so much of them and and their beginnings of their relationship, and how much they truly are there for one another and have each other's back, and and how they've done that for 40, 46 years. They are true hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> they are true hashtag relationship goals. And that's why I call them my Bert and Ernie. <laughs> okay. Well, then this, this um, if you listen to this, to this episode and you liked it, I'll just let you know that this, um, this verse that I'm about to drop is timely if you listen to their story and you heard their journey. And it is simply pivot. And it is from our book of Connecticut, chapter five, verse 22, pivot. Life is coming, life is coming at you and you have to know where you need to adapt, learn, grow. Um, and they share that in their story. And I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. They remember the power of community. So thank you for listening. Follow us on social media at Fifth Position Podcast. And if you're listening to us on Apple, please share, rate, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you like our stories, the things that we've been sharing during this COVID season. We would love to hear from you. Until our next episode, take care and stay safe.